This is Speaking of Speaking. Quick tips and tools to take you from stage fright to spotlight. This podcast gives you an inside look from the world of public speaking and the speaking secrets you need to be bold from the stage, no matter what business you're in. The host of Speaking of Speaking, Carl Richards. Thank you. This has been a long time coming. I'm so thrilled that finally, after months of conceptualizing this podcast, we're finally live and will be, I'm going to say forever and a day because I have no intentions now that I've launched this podcast of actually stopping it. So as the big voice guy said, my name is Carl Richards. I'm a professional speaker and speaking coach as well as a broadcaster. The big voice guy at the top, by the way, his name is Matt Soper. You'll hear him every week during the introduction and the conclusion as well. And you never know, we might just get Matt on a podcast because one of the things that I will do down the line is rather than just flying solo and doing a solo podcast, and there's nothing wrong with that, by the way. There are a number of different styles of podcasting. Some people like to fly solo. Some people like to invite guests on. I'll probably do a mix of both. So probably for this first few episodes, though, it'll probably be just me giving some insights and some tips and tell a bit of my story, not only about how this podcast came to being, but how I got into the world of speaking. I'll get to that very shortly, though. But uh, back to Matt Soper very quickly. He's a very skilled broadcaster in eastern Ontario, has a great story himself. So we're looking forward to bringing him on as time goes on. This podcast will be, as Matt said off the top, there'll be some tips, there'll be some insights, there'll be some guests. And I've been told by some very skilled people who have done podcasts before and some people who listen to a lot of podcasts that when you launch a podcast, you probably should come up with some sort of a quirk or some type of a, a thing that you're known for. And as I've been listening around the podcast world, I've noticed a lot of people doing that. But I thought that's something quirky I might pass along to you, which is kind of in the, the tips and insights mindset is maybe something like tales from the world of speaking, some different things that I either find as I'm attending different events or things that I explore or research on the World Wide Web. And the other thing I thought would be interesting is I spend a lot of time on social media doing Facebook Live videos and LinkedIn Live and also just networking in general. So I thought what I might do and because there's so many different things that are posted to social media, whether it's Twitter, whether it's Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, whatever the, the social media platform is, there are a lot of, let's say, quirky things <laughs> that you can see out there. So I thought I'd do probably once a week. Something along the lines of, I can't believe I saw, I, I can't believe I saw that on Facebook or I can't believe I saw that on social media in general. And I have to say that in the last few weeks, I've seen a number of interesting things. So there's no shortage of information there. So here we are, the premier edition of Speaking of Speaking. I thought I would start off by telling my story. My story and how I came to the world of speaking is a rather unique one. Because up until the age of, I would say the age of 14, you could barely get me to open my mouth and speak. I had a horrible speech impediment. I stuttered horribly. Every second or third word, I couldn't get it out of my mouth. I would stammer. I would stutter. My parents, try as they may, couldn't really help me. They they tried so hard. I would start stuttering and they, for example, they would say, Carl, stop and start again. And I would stop 
speaking and I would stop stuttering. I would start speaking again. Then, of course, ultimately, I would start stuttering again. And again, my parents would say, Carl, stop and start again. Well, this went on, went on for quite some time until I just stopped speaking altogether. Except for in those awkward moments where I had to read a passage from a book in school or the odd time I had to read something in church. And let me tell you, it was horrifying. It was absolutely terrifying to be in that place and to have that feeling where I, I just couldn't speak. It was, it was almost like for those of you who have a fear of something, whether it's a fear of spiders or a fear of dying, whatever it is, that's the fear I had. So think of the biggest thing you're afraid of, the biggest thing. That's how I felt every single time I would speak. And I don't know if it was more, if I was more afraid that I would stutter or if I was more afraid that I would make a mistake or if I was more afraid that people were judging me. And again, this is going on when I'm a kid. So I don't even know really what was going on in my mind at that time, but that was definitely the feeling I had that, that I was just, I couldn't do this thing called speaking. I remember in my earlier grade school days, probably grade two, maybe grade three, I would go and see, I think it was just the school nurse and the school nurse would go through certain vocal warmups and exercises with me. I don't remember a lot of them because all I know is at the end of the day, I still stuttered. It wasn't until I was 12 years old that my parents enrolled me in speech therapy and I spent two years going to speech therapy with a group of boys my same age or around the same age. And we all had various degrees of stuttering or stammering or other types of speech impediments, mostly stuttering as I can recall. I remember one kid in my class, I actually write about him in the first chapter in my book, and his name was Ivan. And Ivan was this really tall kid. I remember being 12 years old and being probably about five foot seven, five foot eight, maybe even five eleven. Then I was a pretty tall kid, but Ivan towered over us. He had to be six foot or six foot one even then. And I remember Ivan being this big football linebacker type guy, and he would open his mouth and he would contort his whole face. It would transform the way he looked because he was trying so hard not to stutter. And it was all he could do to, to not stutter. And as he, as he did that, as I said, he would contort his whole face, really felt sorry for the guy, but we all had something like that. I don't even know what mine was at the time. I'd have to go back and, and try and remember. Maybe I'll remember and share that on one of the, one of these future podcasts. But what I do remember was spending two years in speech therapy and it helping immensely. And we had a number of different things that we would do. Our speech therapist would do a lot of stuff with us in the classroom or in his clinic. But then every now and again, he would take us out into the community and do simple things like, oh, I don't know, order a, order a pop or order a drink or something. And of course, the goal was to, if we thought we were going to stutter, we had to just try some of the things that he had taught us in therapy. Well, talk about baptism by fire. It was absolutely terrifying to do that, but but learned a lot in those two years. One of the biggest things I learned from speech therapy, I remember it to this very day. I pass it along to my clients all the time too. 
Because I know a lot of people in the business world or in the entrepreneurial world, one of the reasons why they shy away from speaking is because of that fear, that fear of speaking. And so the one thing that I remember taking from speech therapy is, and it's very empowering, and I remember to this very day, the only person in control of your speaking is you. The only person in control of your speaking is you. That's very powerful if you think about it. You know, the only person who controls how you speak, how you sound, what you do when you're speaking is you. That eliminates a lot of fear right there. If you can keep that mindset going, then you will slowly but surely eliminate your, your, your public speaking fears. And by the way, after overcoming stuttering, I decided to, <laughs> as I got into high school, I decided that I, you know, I really had a love for acting. I wanted to take acting lessons, although my, my father couldn't afford them at the time. So instead I developed a love for radio. There's no better place for a kid who stuttered than to be, you know, thinking of a career in broadcasting. So I did that. I went to the, uh, to a community college when I was, in my 20s and studied radio broadcasting for two years, graduated top of my class and then spent the next three years after that looking for that first elusive radio gig. And I had a mentor who walked me through a lot of the fundamentals of broadcasting and things that I really needed to know, sending out those first set of demo tapes. And yes, they were tapes back in the day, five minute cassettes. I'd wrap them all in bubble wrap and stuff them in an envelope with a resume, send them out to a program director at a radio station. One of the things that he told me though, his name's Bob and Bob has since passed away. One of the things that Bob told me was during an air check session, where he was very gently um, <laughs> giving me feedback, so to say, ripping me a new one, as it were. Basically, one of the things he shared with me was, because I was trying so hard to be perfect in my air check tape. And he said, you know, Carl, it's not about perfection. It's about getting your message across and sounding real and sounding conversational to the audience. And of course, as a cocky early 20-somethings, I thought, yeah, okay, Bob, whatever. <laughs> Thanks for the advice. Then he said something extremely profound. He said, the audience doesn't know what you don't tell them. The audience doesn't know what you don't tell them. I had spent all this time, firstly, overcoming stuttering, learning how to essentially speak without stuttering getting to college, going through college, and perfecting my speech and getting a little bit antsy if I would make a mistake and getting lost also in my place, only to find out from him that, you know what, the audience doesn't know what you don't tell them. So don't worry if you make a mistake and don't worry if you forget something. Another powerful tool that I pass along to my clients every single day as well. If you take those two things and put them together, the first one being the only person in control of your speaking is you. And that second nugget of information, the audience doesn't know what you don't tell them. Basically, magic happens from there. Yes, you do need some training if you want to be better at speaking. Yes, you do need to have a, a proper format depending on the type of talk you're giving. Yes, you need those things. 
But if you take those two nuggets alone, the only person in control of your speaking is you and the audience doesn't know what you don't tell them. To be honest, that's 80% of the game of speaking. 80% of it. The other 20, you can finesse. Now, that 80%, by the way, that takes a lot of mindset to be able to work through that. And we'll be working through that on some of these podcast episodes, as well as some tips for overcoming speaking anxiety, ways in which to practice speaking. But keep those two things in mind. The only person in control of your speaking is you. And the audience doesn't know what you don't tell them. Those are two very valuable pieces of information that will take you a long way on your speaking journey. I'm going to leave it at that today and let you chew on those few things for a little bit. I think what I'll do on the next podcast is jump into the three P's of speaking and how they can help you on your speaking journey. Until next time, it's Carl Richards. Have fun, get out there, own the platform. Thanks for listening to the Speaking of Speaking podcast. Fired up about something you heard today? Want to learn more? Be sure to visit carlspeaks.ca and don't forget to follow Carl on Twitter at carlrichard72 or join the Facebook group Speaking of Speaking. 